Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a far, far away. Yes, it's Brad. I love that. Uh Story time. Welcome to Story Time. Uh, Today's Story Time goes back. I'm probably about 20 years old, so it goes back like 40 years ago. 37 years. And it was the uh, the time of the very first Us Festival. And if you don't know what the Us Festival is, you probably weren't born then because everyone who was around heard about it. It was like one of the biggest festivals uh, since Woodstock. And it was the start of, in my mind, the very big festivals. When you start getting more than 50,000 people in one place, that's a crazy amount of people. It really is. It's nuts. I don't know how people on the back row could hear him, you know? And I'll... I'll I'll talk about that as, as we go through the story. That'll be a 30-second delay from what's happening. It's disturbing, and it, it throws you off. This story, by the way, is called just simply Snow Cone Punch. Now you're thinking, don't you mean punch snow cone, the flavor? No, no, you'll, you'll, figure, you'll figure it out as we go through the story. So it was the biggest concert ever. We got tickets like three months in advance. And it, it was so important to me that I was working as a, a busboy at a, a restaurant. And I, I told... I sent in a note three weeks before then, and the note said, Scott, happened to be a friend of mine. He's my manager. I will not be able to come into work this weekend. It's not like, can I have this weekend off? It was, I cannot make it these days. The days approached. I never got hurt anything. I sent in another note reminding, hey, I won't be here. So I wasn't there. Yeah. Apparently, my name was on the schedule, and if it was, I don't care. I've told you twice already. Yeah. So I got back. I was fired, by the way. Well, there's some <laughs> officers are just yeah, that way. If you've ever been fired by a friend, it's, it kind of stings a little bit more. But then, So uh, this Us Festival is a huge draw. Now, the, the, those of us fortunate enough to be able to afford it and have a car, and I had a car, and I scraped my money together. I think the ticket was $40, which back then was nuts. But it was an all-day concert. had like 30 bands. It was insane. So there was a handful of us that we knew were going to be going there. So when the weekend came, we left, and... By the way, I should probably weave stories of the US Festival through several other story times because there's way too much to talk about in the time that I have right now. So my friend Greg LeBlanc and I, Greg who passed a couple of years ago, love you, Greg. Uh, we're driving in my old Mustang, 1969, beat up, beat up as hell, but it was my first car, and uh, there's something about your first car that just, you always love it. It's, your, it's freedom is what it is. Your first car is freedom. <laughs> I've already gone through like two layers of tread on the front right tire, so I'm already about to see the two, but I don't care. We're going to the US Festival. And I've got a bunch of friends that we left back there. Chris Clark, Ron Harris, uh, Darren Hagopian. These are guys who desperately wanted to go, but they didn't have the money or, or the way to get there. So they were being left behind. So Greg and I get there with Andy Demick. And we don't, we don't know if those guys are going to be there. So they, they get some tickets and they show up. Now they're looking for us. And they're friends of ours, but... I am in this, for the first time, a crowd of 50,000 people. And Max, as a 20-year-old guy from a small town going to an event like that. You want to meet I, some I, new I was people. A, a rube. I was like walking around. <laughs> I saw girls holding hands for the first time. I'm oh, like, oh. That's a little scary. Yeah. yeah. A girl walking around topless. 50,000 people. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on here? I'm 6'6". Six, six. There was a guy. His belt was over my head. He must have been like, I don't know. He was like a tree. I saw things I'd never seen before. Anyway, yeah, yeah. during this concert, we don't know that these friends of ours have somehow found some tickets and found a way to get there. So we're walking up, and my friend Chris Clark, he knew it would be impossible to find anyone. You're not going to find someone in 50,000 people. So he waited right there at the entrance 
for everyone to come by, knowing that a tall guy, six six guy, would come by and that it would be me. And he, so he finds us, and we're like, "Chris, I can't even believe that you're here. This is nuts." You know, when you find someone in a group like that, and he's like, "Yeah, Ron's coming, and Darren's coming." I'm like, "What? That's nuts!" But I don't know if we're going to find him. Like, we're lucky to find you. So we go up, and, and Chris buys a snow cone, a big. I think it was a strawberry snow cone. And when you buy a snow cone at a festival, it's like eight, eight bucks. Yeah. yeah. But it's huge. He's now sitting there enjoying it. 14 yeah. now. Yeah. So he's up there in the snow cone shack. And I, I say, uh, me and Greg said, we're going to walk down about 50 feet here because the crowd is immense. We're going to be standing right here. Okay. Chris is up there. Me and Ron walk down. They're standing in a crowd of complete strangers except for Chris Clark. There were some guys that we had met that were friends of Ron Ayers. Didn't know them well. But, but I had met them before. They are from Reedley. All of a sudden, someone gets me to chokehold from behind. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm in this group of 50,000 people I don't know, and someone's getting me to chokehold. I'm being mugged. I'm being assaulted. And I turn around, and it's one of those guys. I'm like, what? What are you doing here? He's like, hey, Gisa, what's going on? He goes, you know, Darren and Ron are here, too. I'm like, get out of here. They're here, too? He's like, yeah, they're up there. So we go up. We find Chris. Chris is sitting there eating a snow cone. Now, if I haven't mentioned Darren Hagopin, a friend of mine, this guy smoked more weed than uh, the zigzag guy, all right? Darren was, I think Darren still is smoking weed. Anyway, but he's, he's also one of those guys that likes to act in different ways, and we don't know he's taking LSD this morning. Oh, yeah. So oh. We, I, I don't know that either. So if we go up there, we're talking to Chris, and Chris is sitting there eating the snow cone, and I'm saying, you're not going to believe this, dude. Ron Aris and Darren Hagopian are here. And Chris is like, shut up. And I'm like, I'm serious. At that moment, Darren comes running in like he's coming in for a touchdown. He's got his hands clasped in front of him like he's praying really hard. And when he dives 